Barbara Delizio and Mark Crowell are a husband and wife team of web designers from Philadelphia and members of our growing community. They started their business, Wikidesign, four years ago and managed to scale it into a successful boutique design agency. On our podcast, they share their story with us, what challenges they faced, and a few valuable lessons. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. Today, I'm joined by Matan from our uh, content team, our content editor. Hi, Matan. Hi, Ben. And our guest today is Mark and Barbara from Wikidesign. And we are going to hear exactly what they are doing with Elementor and how they are running their design business. Hi, Mark and Barbara. Thanks for uh, being here. Hi, thank you Hi. for having us. So, yeah, let's dive in. And first, let's start by you actually telling uh, your story, how you started uh, the business and uh, what brought you, uh, what did you do before that and what brought you to uh, run your own business? Well, we started the business about four years ago. Um, both of us were working in uh, web design jobs in the past, uh, myself at various small businesses and Mark worked for a big corporation. So we decided to join forces and start our own business. What, what, was, what were the first years like? Like, how did you start, uh, you know, who was your first client? Our first client were, um, it was hard when we first started out just getting, getting the clients. Um, I was doing it all on my own, really. Um, Mark still had his corporate job and he was helping me out on the side. So the, those first couple years were difficult just to get our name out there and kind of figure out what it was that we really wanted to do and the people that we wanted to serve. So our first clients were, were people with smaller budgets, I would say, that maybe weren't really the ideal client for us like we have now. We were still trying to figure all of that out. So using uh, different tools and just kind of getting more experience under our belt helped us figure out the type of people. Uh, in terms of, of your role, your role uh, division, you're in charge of the design matters and Mark is more uh, the development side. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like to touch all the server stuff, Barb, but yeah, she likes to deal with the front end stuff. I love all the geeky back end server stuff and speed optimization and stuff like that. Yeah. So Mark, tell us a bit, what was the point that you decided to uh, jump in and, uh, and help out? Um, actually, this month, uh, in another week or two, I'll be leaving my big corporate gig. I've been working at the same corporation for the past uh, almost 15 years. So this past year, we've had a lot more demand coming in. So I need to focus on this full time with Barb. So yeah, this is a huge transition for me, leaving you know, a big corporate gig to run our own business. Could you tell us by now what are the differences between the work in a co- for a corporate and working in a small uh, design agency? Oh yeah, huge differences. Um, yeah, working in such a big corporation, there was uh, a lot of limitations on you know creativity and, and things like that. Um, I was kind of running my own show for my clients, so I was able to use whatever, whatever tools were convenient for me. So um, you know I, I started out way back. HTML websites, then Flash, then I found WordPress and started with uh, Divi, then I found Elementor about a year ago. So we've been all in on Elementor on both the corporate side and running our business for the past well, six months or so. No, almost a year now. Yeah, almost a year now using Elementor full time. 
So how do you see the, the difference? Like what are the challenges that you faced before that uh, Elementor helped with? For me, it really helps to speed up the design process. I can do a lot of things a lot quicker. Um, before using different tools, I didn't have as much freedom to go in and make changes to the design on the fly. Um, so it's really helped speed up the process for us. And it's also helped our clients maintain and manage their sites on their own. It's so easy for them to go in and visually see what they're editing. So I don't have to spend a lot of time training. So you share with your clients the Elementor tool. Yes. They are interested also to know which tools do you use while working on the website? They're really interested in being able to update their sites themselves. So if they want to go in and make text changes or image changes, they want to be able to do that. So using something like Elementor helps make that a lot easier for them. And you mentioned before that uh, your audience kind of changed from the from the low budget, uh, you know, maybe DIY crowd to, to something different. Can you tell today, like, what is your, who are your target audience and how do you uh, approach them? How do they hear about you? Yeah, we started out with people that were more low budget, but now it's more people that are transitioning from working in a corporate job to starting their own business. That's a lot of the clients that we deal with. So they generally are a little bit older. Um, they have they have more money to spend and invest in their business. So they want somebody that knows what they're doing and is going to make the process easy. And what are the what are the challenges that they face when when they start? Because uh, I mean, I know a lot of uh, people that are they come from corporate jobs. They sometimes have a, a difficult time understanding. How to do it all as a freelance? Because as a freelance or business owner, you have to kind of take care of the content marketing and and uh, you know the design and everything you have to do the, the photographs from from A to Z. So how do they deal with that? And how do you help them? Yeah, I think that's probably their biggest challenge is figuring out how to do everything. So we partner with photographers, content writers, marketing people. And we can really help with that whole process for them. We'll handle the website design and doing all of that. And if they need somebody to take photos, we have people that can do that. If they need somebody to help with marketing or social media, we can refer them to somebody with that. Same with SEO. I, you know, everything that you kind of need to run your business, we've tried to partner with people that can provide those services. How do you differentiate yourself from your competitors? What do you offer to your potential or existing clients in this sense? I think the biggest difference, um, honestly, is that we're a husband and wife team. You don't see that a whole lot. And people seem to like the fact that we're small. You know, we're not working for a big agency and we don't really have an interest in working for big corporations. We like handling people that run small businesses. Um, so I think that's one of our big um, differences between us and some of the other companies out there. What would you have to add? Yeah, I would just say communication. We're huge on communication. And, uh, you know, we actually respond to emails and pick up the phone. Like we, That's like a huge thing for us is customer service. So you would say it's a much more intimate relationship in a small business. Yeah. Definitely. We like to build a relationship with our clients 
so that, you know, a year, two years down the road, if they need something new from us, we hope that they would contact us and possibly we can work together again. Yeah. And I would also throw in there, um, working with the corporate clients for so long, um, I've learned that education, like ed- educating your clients on how this stuff works, uh, that goes a long way. A lot of people don't want to educate the clients. They want them to just rely on them. I like to help my clients understand this stuff. And by doing that, they've come back over the years. Like I've had the same clients for 12 years at the company I worked at. You're like a mom and pop shop, uh, the, the online version. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that we've, we've hit upon one of the more substantial questions that uh, entrepreneurs and freelancers, uh, freelancers have in terms of, okay, I'm dealing with agencies that are 100 uh, people and uh, top designers. How can I differentiate myself as a, you know, a small business? And I think that what you point out as offering better communications, I know I've also read it on your about page. So you, you really walk the walk. Uh, it's kind of by offering a more direct approach, maybe a more uh, uh, educational and personal approach, you're able to maybe top even uh, larger companies. We hope so. Yeah, yeah, that, that might be the future. We might, we're, we're thinking maybe scaling it up or, you know, we'll be consulting for some larger companies in the future, possibly. So when you just started, did you have skills that you have to acquire in order to run your business? I mean, whether it's uh, more marketing or even uh, accountancy? Yes, definitely. That was a huge learning curve for me. I knew how to make websites, but I didn't necessarily know how to run a business. And there's so much that goes into running a business. It, like you said, the accounting, the marketing, uh, the content creation, all of that stuff, I kind of had to learn as I went along. Um, and I know that Mark was a huge help in showing, you know, this is how you make videos and edit videos. And these are some different things that we could do to possibly market ourselves. So having you know, his experience and our experience together, we kind of just combined and, and said, this is what we want to focus on. And we just became obsessed with it and learned from other people, took webinars, took classes, went to different events just to kind of get as much information as we could. And I think that helped us. Yeah, share like a, 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 web, a life-changing webinar that uh, you had, you know? Um, one, one thing that really helped us was uh, I, I found a, a woman, her name is Melissa Griffin, and she was big on blogging and using Pinterest to help promote your blog. So I started using the things that she said and really got on Pinterest and promoted our blog articles and started really writing a lot of content. And that helped drive a lot of traffic to our blog, which in turn helped get us clients. So Melissa Griffin Pinterest training is awesome. This is content that you put out on Pinterest? Yeah, so we write different blog articles. We try to do it once a week. Every Wednesday, we have a new blog article, and we make graphics and put them on our Pinterest boards, and that has helped drive tons of traffic to our website. It's not something that I would have ever thought of until I saw this website and heard this training. Interesting. And can you share with us like how you implemented one of those Uh, strategies that you learned in a specific uh, customer like uh, they approached you with 
this challenge and how you face that? A good, a good example of this, uh, we did a, a website for a comedian and when she came to us years, years ago and she had, she had a website, but it was kind of like all over the place and she wanted something that more focused on the stuff that she was currently doing. So we, we designed her a site that had a nice blog on it, had her podcast where people could actually go to the site and listen to the podcast if they didn't want to download it through iTunes, for example. And then she actually really it helped the website really helped her grow her podcast so she could get um, new opportunities through it. So now she's, you know, she has a lot more listeners and people are approaching her to, you know, collaborate with them on different podcast networks. And she's getting a lot more followers like on her Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, I think we had some part of that by designing her a website that really helped her grow. Yeah, I think one of the uh, success metrics is like how helpful your client is with, with regards to content. If someone has a podcast, that's a great example of uh, actually getting help from the client. So how do you make sure your client delivers in terms of uh, getting the photos, the content, uh, the, the media? Yeah, so that has been a challenge. One of the things that we did recently was create what we call an intro packet and when somebody comes to us, you know, requesting a web design or branding service, uh, we give them an intro packet that lays out how we work and our timelines and gives us gives them their package pricing. We ask them to read that. And if they read through it and everything sounds good, they already know going in that they need to have their content ready. They need their photos and you know, everything kind of up front. Um, so if they do sign on, then we send them over another packet to welcome them to our company and we set things up so they can provide us all of that content up front. So everything that we would need to you know, transfer the website over, um, you know, like DNS stuff, uh, password, anything yeah. that we're going to need, we ask for that up front along with their content and images. That's smart. And if we're, we're touching upon, uh, you know, proposals, I know one of the questions that concerns a lot of, a lot of our uh, newbie designers is managing to scale the business because web design has become very competitive and it varies on a scale of very cheap websites, you know, 300 bucks to very uh, expensive and, and uh, advanced sites. So how did you manage to price your, your service in, in a way that uh, sustains you and, uh, you know, allows you to grow? We just figured out what we would really need to, to pay all of our bills and be comfortable. Um, and we came up with our hourly rate and then just through experience um, in making sites, kind of figured out how long that process took. And then, you know, if it's a five-page website, obviously it's going to be quicker than a 20-page website. So we kind of priced it out according to how many hours it was going to take. And how many projects do you handle simultaneously? Right now, we are working on six different projects. So we're pretty busy. Um, we, we have enough work probably until the end of the year. But, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. So sometimes we're a little bit slower and then we kind of ramp up our content marketing and other times we're really busy. And, you know, it, it's just kind of the nature of the business. And do you have any specific projects you like working on? 
I, I really like working with women personally, um, just because I think they relate to me. Um, be, being a woman, a woman in business is a little more difficult in some aspects. So I, I really like working with women on projects, um, but we work with everybody, men and women um, in all different industries. Is there a project that you like working on? That was actually very interesting what you just said. Could you uh, maybe elaborate how it is in this business uh, more difficult uh, for women? I just don't think there's that many women that are web designers. I know when I was in college um, many years ago, my, I was in a web design program and there was eight girls in the program and everybody else was men. So you know, that alone speaks volumes. I think there's more now because web design has become more competitive and it's a little bit easier to get into it because we have these great tools. But I still think that there's a lot more men in the industry than women. So it, it does make things a little bit difficult. And just being a, wo- a woman running a business still in, in this day and age is a little more difficult. Yeah, that's that's true. And, and more power to you. And uh, we see it on, on our uh, statistics, unfortunately, that uh, men are more predominant, but uh, hopefully this is uh, changing and becoming, uh, you know, uh, more uh, diverse. Can you share how, I mean, first of all, can you share if you get on your nerves every now, now and then and, and what's the cause? If we get on each other's nerves? <laughs> yeah, like what are the challenges of a married couple uh, working together? It's uh, uh, And how do you deal with that? Yeah, we definitely get on each other's nerves sometimes. Um, it's just, you know, I think that's just part of being married. Um, I would say one word, headphones. We put our headphones on <laughs> and we just do our own stuff. I mean, we literally work right next to each other. We have maybe two feet between us. So yeah, when it get when we get on each other's nerves, you know, one of us would go grocery shopping or go to the gym or do yard work. You know, I, we figured just kind of like a good hour away sometimes is all you really need. But yeah, headphones and, is huge. <laughs> and how about the challenge of um, like working from home? And uh, you know, I know you need the the, the outdoors. So how do you um, balance the two? Yeah, we make sure that we at least, you know, go to the gym a couple times a week. We take walks. Um, yeah, because I, I recently moved. We moved to Philadelphia about four years ago from Florida. And I was commuting in a car two hours a day. So that was going back and forth. So working from home, I have those two extra hours. So that gives me, you know, more time to kind of, you know, sleep in a little bit more. Like, you know, I don't get going until about 8 o'clock, whereas before I had to, you know, be in a car at 6 a.m. And then, so that it's just the freedom to, to have that is, is huge. Um, but you kind of, I've learned just kind of space it out a little bit more. Like I tend to work later than I used to, but you know, I, I just, I do what it takes to get the day done really. Yeah. What are you saying? I think you just, you just need to take breaks and, but have, you know, have a schedule that allows you to, to take breaks. Um, it's not good to work, you know, sitting at a computer for four hours at a time. Um, and that's that's something that I've had to learn because I kind of get into a rhythm and then I realize, oh, four hours has gone by and I haven't gotten up. So I try to make sure that I get up and move. Yeah, I'm always yelling at her. I'm like, get up. I'm like, you know, I, I, I go and do dishes or something, you know, small like that around the house. You know? Which brings us to the next question. How does your schedule look like? Usually we are up pretty early, like 6.30, 7 o'clock. We get started usually around 8 o'clock and work till about 5. 
sometimes later. You know, we take a lunch, try, we try to take a lunch at the same time every day and just take a little break. And yeah, we'll get up and move throughout the day. Sometimes we'll go to the gym or just take a walk or something. Um, but we try to keep a pretty set schedule so we know when it's time to work and then when it's time to rest. And the, the stages that, uh, like, from the start of a project till the, the end when you submit it, how long does it usually take? Usually, like, four to six weeks from start to finish. And where do you... Where have you found like Elementor being most significant during the stages, you know, the prototyping and the um, from all the all the stages of of working? Where do you find it more most significant? I think definitely doing the the mockups and the prototypes of the website, it's saved me so much time just because i I have so much freedom to do really whatever I want. I don't do like Photoshop. mock-ups anymore that's something that I used to do back in the day but with responsive design and things like Elementor you can really make awesome design and give it to the client and say this is what your website will look like and this is how it will interact it's not just like a static visual and I think that helps them understand kind of the flow and everything so, so do, do you go do you go the first the, the do you go directly through Elementor or is it Do you first sketch it out on a piece of paper or how yeah, I usually sketch it out on a piece of paper um I have I have a book of just really bad sketches honestly and I I kind of just go through and a couple of different times and figure it out and get the thoughts um that are in my head on paper and then I go and start playing around and moving things with elementor to get it so it's an actual website and looking back you you said it's been uh, four years right right yeah from the time you started so what are the lessons that you learned for someone starting out and uh, you know uh, building growing their uh, business fr- from scratch what are the guidelines that you would recommend them uh, follow I would say definitely think about your processes and setting boundaries with your clients um, that's something that we've had to learn the hard way. When you're first starting out you want to make money and you take on clients that you probably shouldn't have taken on in the first place just because you want to get paid but at the end of the day if you have a good process and you set boundaries and you say this is the way I do things uh, you're gonna get clients that really value your time and value what you bring to the table versus people that are trying to maybe get things for a cheaper rate or take advantage of you you So I would say that's something that you, you definitely need to be upfront about, you know, set those boundaries from the beginning because it's going to pay off in the end. And I would also throw in, um, try to document as much as you can when it comes to, you know, accounting and networking. So for example, if you're going to, you know, a word camp in, in January, document everything, all your expenses, and then you'll be able to track everything. Oh, I made you know six connections and two leads and I got one job out of that so yeah documenting that is gonna help you you know a year later you're gonna forget that you went to that work camp or whatever so you can, you'll see you know a spike in leads coming in that month so yeah documenting everything we're just now starting to really get into that a lot more but that's huge I, I'm going to uh, I also need to to improve it the uh, next work camp at least Um <laughs> And uh, so, and what are the, the tools that you use to, for documentation, you know, CRM in general, what, what tools do you utilize? 
Um, we're big fans of G Suite. We use Google Docs, Google Sheets, all that stuff. Um, FreeCamp we use for project management. That's been really helpful um, because we can invite our clients to it instead of sending them a hundred emails. We can keep everything in one place regarding their project. That's FreeCamp. FreeCamp, yeah, it's a really good project management software. Um, and we use Mailchimp for our mailing list. Yeah, I'm thinking probably next year we're we're gonna have, we don't have a CRM yet, but yeah, I think next year we'll probably start investigating and investing in one. So we're at that point now where it's getting a little out of control with our spreadsheets and everything. This brings us to the challenges that you currently face. Like what are the big opportunities and, and challenges that you now have in your business? Honestly, I think since Mark is going to be full time very soon in a couple of weeks, um, one of the things that we've actually tried to do is do less And just focus more on what we're doing now and instead of trying to create new services or new products we just want to kind of sit back and get really good at what we're doing um so that is a challenge because i'm the type of person that's always thinking like the next five ten things ahead and i always want to be doing more and he's been very helpful in being like we need to just take it easy for a little bit and figure out how this transition from me working You know full time at a company and part time on the business to now just working full time on the business is going to be yeah well uh I hope we can also do a follow up in the you know next few months and see how uh how that transition actually went because it's uh very interesting to see that uh that change, especially since you have an already um you know established business. I wonder how it will uh, I, I'm sure it will help it uh, grow even further I hope so <laughs> yeah that'd be perfect yeah how can uh, our users uh, contact you and and see your work and uh, yeah and stay in touch uh, we're at wikidesign.com that's our website built with elementor uh, <laughs> and uh, we're on Instagram Twitter Facebook Pinterest <laughs> we're, we're kind of everywhere and it's all at wikidesign.com Okay, so uh, Barbara and Mark, it's been a pleasure. It's also it's always interesting to see the, the you know the point of view of our users and, and see their challenges. Wish you the best of luck and uh, Matan. Oh, hopefully we could actually indeed in a few months or a year to see how this uh, went on. Yeah, we'd love that. That'd be great. So uh, until next time, goodbye. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for Thanks. having us. Bye. Bye.